0: The views expressed on The Pickleball Show are not necessarily those of the USAPA.
1: The Pickleball Show is the official podcast of the USAPA, dedicated to growing the sport of pickleball around the country. Show your support and become a USAPA member today. Visit USAPA.org. From Bainbridge Island to the Villages. Pickleball is one of the fastest growing sports in America. Buckeye to Abbotsford. Time out, baby! Yeah! St. George to Rochester and all points in between. If you've heard of pickleball or you already play it, then you know. This is the Pickleball Show. This is Prem Carno, author of Smart Pickleball. And here is the host of The Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Live from the PBX Club Studios in Asheville, North Carolina, it's The Pickleball Show. I am your host, Chris Allen. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope you're making plans to join us in Indianapolis, October 14th, 15th, 16th, Pickleball Summit, Midwest. We're taking over Jonathan Bird's Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. This is an awesome venue. They've only been open a few months, and it is brand new, state-of-the-art, 24 indoor air-conditioned pickleball courts we're going to own the place all weekend long and we are going to fill it up with uh, some of the best players and definitely the best instructors. We've got three national champions. Gigi Lamaster, women's Open Doubles national champion. We've got Matthew Blom, men's Open Doubles national champion. Brian Staub, men's Open Doubles national champion. Robert Elliott, TOC Masters champion. Jody Elliott, U.S. Open medal winner from Third Shot Sports, Mark Renison, the hottest coach right now in pickleball people are loving his coaching style his unique take on the game it's really going to be an incredible event and we want you there and this is the very best time to get your tickets because in the month of august and we're rapidly approaching if you're listening to this podcast the day that it aired or the next couple of days this is the end of august here so you need to go ahead right now and get your tickets buy one ticket get the next ticket for half price. You can bring a partner for half price. And partner is used loosely in that it doesn't have to be your partner during the summit. As long as it's just somebody that attends with you, that's fine. It could be you, say you're a 4.0 and your spouse is a 3.0 or a 3.5. That's fine. You can both come. The groups are separated by skill level, so you'll learn exactly what you need to learn to go to the next level. And of course, we'll link to that in the show notes, PickleballSummit.com. And we've got three of the six pros joining us on the show today. Let's start with uh, Matthew Blom out in California, or should I say national champion, Matthew Blom. You never get tired of hearing that, do you? Having that national champion right in front of your name? <laughs>
2: uh, you know, when I'm on my local club, I'm tired of people saying something like, if I miss a shot, like, a nice job, national champion, or something like that. So there are times when I, I'm ready to let it go. But there is something when you're learning from someone who's gone to the top is like, everything you learn can take you all the way. You know, what Brian's going to teach, what Jody's going to teach. Everyone that's there, they're not going to put something in front of you that's going to limit your game. When you learn it, it's something that you can ride to the top. And that's, I think, really important and why. Why the summit is so valuable is that you learn from people who aren't going to teach you something that's going to give you a ceiling to your game. This stuff, it's an escalator and you can keep on going up with it. And that's what I think is really beneficial about learning from those who've gone the distance.
1: Here's a guy who's been wearing the national champion title for three years now, Brian Staub in the Villages, Florida. Hey, Brian. How are you, Chris? Good. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. And somewhere in the airport, in uh, somewhere in Michigan, is Jody Elliott. Hey, Jody. Hey, how you doing, Chris? Doing good. Now, is Robert there with you, or did he just drop you off?
0: <laughs> He's going to find some food. You know how these uh, places are here in the airport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Trying to find a, a Sparrow or something like that, that uh, he can get some uh, $5 a slice pizza, huh?
0: Exactly. Or maybe some coffee just to keep him awake. It's <laughs> been kind of a whirlwind. Yeah.
1: We've got so many people so excited about Pickleball Summit and I wanted to give a little preview of the stuff that they can expect to learn. Matthew, you were there in Charlotte and uh, people are still talking about the things that they learned from you. I play against some of those people and uh, man, they have some smoking serves ever since <laughs> ever since you showed them, you know, the tips and tricks to your serve. I'm having to take two steps back when I play against any of those people because their serves are just coming out like gangbusters now. That's definitely something I think you got to work into the curriculum for Indianapolis, right?
2: For sure. It's definitely part of my game is there's the philosophy of, you know, get 100% of your serves in and just that's the start of the point. And I think there's validity to that if people need to get started with that. But the people you're talking about, they had that down and we're ready to go to the next level with it. And then you start to play with gaining a little advantage or in a way taking away some of the disadvantage because in pickleball, there's a disadvantage to serving. The receiving team has the advantage. advantage to get to net first so if you can make it a little more troublesome for them to get a better return back or they have a weaker return then your third ball is easier and you then can get in and take the net maybe instead of having to get two shots in that third ball is good enough to get all the way in and Mm -hmm. then you're you're able to take more points because you only score points when you're serving so yeah it's a little controversial some players and i think it's valid that uh you should just get it in and and uh, not try to go for so much but For some of them, they were hungry for it, and I certainly go for mine and look for where can I hit 90-95% of them in, but with a little more um, nuance, either the depth, the speed, the spin, the height of it, the variety, so that I keep my opponent... Off balance and unexpected uh, of what's going to come their way every time they go to return. Mm-hmm. I don't get many winners or hit aces very often, but you get a little bit of a, a better shot for your third ball then. So
0: Matt, Robert, and I would totally agree with you. That's like the start of the. That's the setup of the whole point, and you got to use it at a good time. Not you know nine nine two definitely. If that's the start of the game, you know you don't want that third shot to come back difficult. Yeah, I mean you want to be able to make a good third shots. So if you start off with a great serve, you're setting yourself up totally agree with you.
3: And, you know, Jody, a lot of people might envision that serve of Matthew Bloms, which has always been a weapon, but might envision that as, as a winner, but not really really where the damage comes in. Looking damage that he's drawn a weak return, the ability to step inside the court, hit the third ball from inside the court, yeah. which increases the percentages of hitting a good third ball and putting them on the defense right out of, out of the bat. So, I think Matt's dead on with the serve and there's very few people that have a serve as good as this, I'm sure.
1: Well, and sometimes, too, I think that Matthew, because he prefers that uh, the we used to be the uh, Uh, The Pop XL Paddle, the Long Paddle, and now he's uh, moved over to the Engage Encore Blade Paddle. Uh, And a lot of people write it off like, oh yeah, he's got a dynamite serve, but it's just because of that long paddle. But I can tell you firsthand, whether it's Matthew with a regular paddle in his hand or the people that I'm playing against, none of them are using a long paddle. The people that he taught his serve And I mean, they're using regular size paddles, but they're able just to smoke it. So don't look at him with that long paddle and his height and think, well, yeah, of course he can get a smoke and serve because he's got these extra advantages. With what he shows you, you can have it too, for sure. he's he's also six
3: foot 20. So that
0: helps a lot as well. Hey, hey, I'm five three and I can get some good uh, points Uh, off my serve. Yeah,
1: there you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we've got a lot of people that are that are switching. Uh, I've seen lately, uh, Jody, a lot of ladies uh, in particular are switching to that engage blade paddle that you guys have, and um, they're really, really liking it.
0: I know. I switched to it um, recently, and with the Dura Ball, it's been phenomenal, and I love it.
1: Now, what, uh, what about my beloved Encore GP? That is my favorite paddle now. I switched to it a couple of months ago, <laughs> and I just love that paddle. Is that being discontinued, or what's the story on that?
0: I, yeah, Robert kind of moved over to one that's called the Max. Um, we had the GP. It was uh, the Glenn Peterson, so we're going to make it especially for you, Chris. So you can always get that. (laughs)
1: Thank you so much. Oh, that'll be great. So I can just go ahead and and, uh, swing with, you know, with a band and with this one. And I know that I always have a backup in place. That's so nice of you. Thank you.
0: If if people love the GP, um, we will make it for them. That's what we can do. We have our facilities are right here in Florida. So we can do any type of production we want, like right away. We don't go to China. We spell USA, USA, not C-H-I-N-A. Gotcha. <laughs> and we can deal. do what we want right here. So whatever you want, we can do.
1: Now, what are some of the things that uh, people can look forward to when they uh, arrive in Indianapolis and uh, have some sessions with you, Jody? What particular things are you looking to teach people that are coming to Pickleball Summit?
0: One of the favorite things that Robert and I like to teach is something that we call uh, move, block, freeze. And it's defending against those hard hitters. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really just about moving to the ball, getting yourself in the focal point, and just really holding your paddle. And uh, everybody's paddle, whether it's ours or someone else's, they're all good paddles. They're strong paddles. You don't really have to add anything. And you just want to be able to drop that ball into the kitchen on these hard hitters. As a matter of fact, we use the move block freeze against Mr. Brian Staub in one of the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> do you remember that, Brian? He wailed a couple balls at me, and I just put my paddle out and, and just froze, and, and the ball dropped into the kitchen, and he couldn't get it. And I think you do have sensors on this, right? I do believe I was called a little sh- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's
3: yeah, dropping the F-bomb, I guess, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I said, "Well, coming from Brian Stobb, I'm putting that on my resume. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyways, Brian's taught me a lot. He's really a great coach. I'm excited to have him there. He's really good. I've learned a lot.
1: And that's what I was talking with somebody that has gone through some coaching with Brian, and they said, you know, God, one of the best things about him is that he can do anything, but he can also teach you how to do it. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of players they know how to do something, but there's a big difference between knowing how to do something yourself and then being able to teach somebody else, teach somebody like me how to do it. Brian, you've got that gift. And I know people are really, really excited to uh, be taking advantage of it uh, when Pickleball Summit rolls around in October. What kind of stuff are you looking, or are you going to focus on in particular? Probably my basics.
3: I love the mechanics side of it. And I think the other thing other than the mechanics, I like to give the why. Here's what you need to do. Here's how you do it. Here's the mechanics behind it. And here's the benefits from it. Here's why you're going to benefit from your ability
1: to do that. Yeah, that's so important because it makes it so much easier to remember because everybody scatters and they all go back to their respective cities and their local clubs and then it's like, "Well, what what was I supposed to do?" But if you understand the why, it's easier to kind of transfer it into your subconscious and it just becomes the way you play because you get why you're doing it when you see the benefit.
2: And what Brian was saying about really getting to the mechanics and breaking that down and making it available for people to like build a game on top of that foundation and also the why behind it. I, I feel like that's so critical and what I, I felt like I did a lot of in the last summit is... People come in with rules about like, I'm supposed to do this. Well, why do you feel you're supposed to do that? And they don't really know. They just are taking something on and and then living in this kind of mechanical way instead of when you have the understanding of stuff, then you can be flexible within a point and you... You're responding to what's in front of you instead of trying to be a robot in the sport, which isn't any fun and isn't
1: what I think is successful. A lot of people do things just because that's the way they've always done it. And they don't even mm-hmm. remember the original reason why. It's just, I don't, you know, it's just, I've been doing it this way for years. So that's the way I do it.
0: The things I love about how Brian teaches is that he does give you the why. Because you, you need to know that and he could show it to you. And he, um, he does it, you know, he's picture perfect when he hits the ball. He's just a great, you're a great guy, Brian.
3: Hey, hey th- thank you very much. It's like we're talking about Matthew Blom's serve. Why does Matthew Blonde hit that serve? Because he can't. That's why. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I got to say something good about Matthew too, is that uh, he helped me a lot a year and a half ago at uh, SoCal. I don't know if you remember this, Matt, but um, I do. he is, he's, really good about your mind I mean your feet and your head are the probably the biggest parts of the game I think most important and um, he's got the head game down perfectly mm-hmm. um, and he's been helping me to uh, have confidence in my shots and confidence in myself uh, and to be aggressive. he's like you're too nice out there you're not out there for a social play. come on go out and kill that ball and I've actually been working on it and with Robert help we've been able to do what Matt's been telling me all along so I appreciate that Matt.
2: That was a meaningful moment to me actually. I'm glad it's helped. And it's you know what I see. was
0: really nice? I think Robert and I had a mixed game against you and I can't remember, maybe it was Heidi, and I think we won. And the nicest thing was Matt, you were like truly happy for us. You're you're a great guy also. So I'm I feel lucky that Robert and I are gonna get to work with you.
2: Well, you turned around and took what I suggested and then beat me with it the next day. So that's the <laughs> the uh the twisted ultimate. <laughs> Don't you hate that I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the thanks you get. No good deed goes unpunished, Matthew. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah thank you Matt
1: <laughs> I noticed that too in Charlotte because uh, you're just the nicest guy in the world but uh, boy when, when there's a, a high ball coming over the net you've got this fire in your eyes that is like whoa where did that come from and and boom that ball is gone
2: I think that's why I play so I can let out all of my uh, the inner competitor it gets a place to frolic and uh, you know bring out the axe so I don't need to do it hopefully as much in my interpersonal uh, interactions but I can put it on a on a court where it belongs
0: i was going to see what it would be like to see one of your killer shots with a a new um blink paddle that you got did you get a blink paddle
2: well this is fun <laughs> uh so the benefit of knowing rob and jody is that uh they send me a lot of their uh, experiments and prototypes you know i got the blade and they there was this little uh gem kind of jewel on it Like what's this? And and Rob's like that's the Jody special. And she puts that on, and like that's awesome. And then I got these other paddles, and they didn't have it. And so I was just razzing on Rob, like where's the bling? Where is the bling? (laughs) And every time I just like where's that bling? So I'm going to bring it to um, Indianapolis. Jody just went all out on this paddle. Like there, basically the surface area where you hit, doesn't have anything, but everything else is covered in, like, <laughs> imagine a five-year-old having a heyday with stickers would do on uh-huh. a paddle. That's what my paddle looks like. It is gorgeous. It is, it is a, I, so I'm definitely going to bring that out, and uh, I might even play with it at TOC. We'll see. It's, uh, she did a great job, and it's so fun. It was, it's it was fun. Hey, Matt, wait till she brings your outfit. It's got a little
3: bedazzling all over. The bedazzle with oh, the little spots boy. in the back you will say Matthew Blom on the back,
2: and you'll be the man. You'll be like Elvis. (laughs) I'll I'll be playing mixed doubles in the men's open event. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there you go. Don't so worry, I can I can bling your uh, your pro there, Brian. Don't you worry?
3: That's what I'm talking about. Because I was feeling a little hurt if you had done math and not mine, to be honest. With
1: you. No, I've given you some flashy clues. I can tell already. This is going to be a great time in Indianapolis, uh, on the court and <laughs> off the court. Uh, it's going to be wild. And so, uh, along with you guys, we'll be joined by Robert Elliot, also Gigi Lamaster, and Mark Rennison from Third Shot Sports. So the six of you, boy, that is going to be. Just a fantastic training session. I think the <laughs> ultimate session that uh, any pickleball player would ever be able to get in their wildest dream. So we're really looking forward to it. And Jody, I know you and Robert have a plane to catch. You're headed to TOC. So we'll see you in Indianapolis for Pickleball Summit. Thanks, Chris. Take care. And Matthew, Brian, we're looking forward to seeing you there too. And we want you to be there also. Pickleball Summit Midwest, Indianapolis, October 14th, 15th, 16th. Jonathan Bird's field house at Grand Park. Awesome venue. It's got a restaurant built into the venue. It's got skyboxes. It's got all this stuff. It's going to be great. We're going to spoil you for every pickleball event you ever attend for the rest of your life. Go to pickleballsummit.com. Get your tickets right now. Do not hesitate. We've already sold out of a couple of the groups. Your skill level is still available, though, so you need to go right now. Pickleballsummit.com and grab your ticket, lock in your place on the court with these national champions, and have a great time. We're going to look forward to seeing you there. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show, and until next week, keep them low. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.